Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness, where we will be sharing insights into the world of mental health and wellness as we explore traditional medicine and holistic healing options. It's time to have new conversations about mental health. Join Mara James, the founder and CEO of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, as she guides us along this journey. And now, let's talk wellness. Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness. I am your host, Mara James, and I'm excited to introduce you to an amazing woman who is a psychic, medium, and a doctoral student in psychology. Let's welcome Shannon Horton. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Mara, for having me on today. I'm so excited to talk with you. And it is such an honor to have you here. I have learned so many things um, from you. And what's so funny is probably a lot of people are like, oh, a psychic and medium, that's voodoo. And that's not for me and might be against my religion, all this stuff. And for those people, I just say, please be open minded, because Shannon has been transformational in my life. Um, So gosh, we have so much to discuss. Let's start from the beginning. So tell us when your gifts um, you realize that you had gifts. Well, I believe I, I remember as early as three years old. And so I believe I've been gifted since I was born. I had excuse my head, little headsets coming out. And then my little furry friend wants to play with it. So um, since I was three, I can remember. And I've always known things um, growing up in this world. And so the biggest thing for me was when Jesus appeared to me at three years old. Wow. For me a message that I never forgot. And, and, you know, it was a very lucid dream. I was in a cave and I was on the stepping stone right there were perfectly round stepping stones are so dark, but it was all surrounded by snakes. They weren't on the stepping stones, but the snakes were in between the stepping stones <laughs> around them. I was terrified to move and Jesus comes from behind the cave from and glowing really brightly and so he comes to me and he kneels down and he says Shannon nothing you know don't be afraid nothing will ever happen to you as long as you follow me but what I mean by that is seek the truth I was trying to teach people not religion and that started my life my life journey of seeking truth versus what is fed to me and listening to my heart when something doesn't feel right. I was raised Catholic and I would sit here, sit in church, young age, as early as three. I remember, why are they lying to us? Why are they lying? I would sit (laughs) and I couldn't. And then I started tuning it out because of that. Um, I was about authenticity, even very young. I could read energy very well I could tell if people were telling if what they were saying and doing had the right intent behind it energetic intent or not and it was a challenge growing up because I was kind of gaslighted by people no that's not true and (laughs) so I have found my my power in that and trusting it Wow. So many questions about that. First of all, to our friends and listeners and watchers that do not 
have a relationship or believe in Jesus, that's okay. <laughs> because, um, you know, growing up Jewish, you never said the J word, right? And of <laughs> course that things have changed for me there, which is a whole nother story. But um, yeah, so I just don't want people to be turned off by that. Um, let's just say Jesus was a messenger for God, for um, Shannon. And yeah. I love the idea that you, you know, you're walking on these beautiful, these round stones and that there are snakes all around, but as long as you stay on the path, nothing can hurt you. And to really have that trust, um, which is the biggest thing. And for me, you know, underlining mental health, there, you know, fear, anxiety, and having faith versus fear is huge. And for you to be presented that at three years old is amazing. So have you ever been, I mean, you are human (laughs) for now. now. Um, And have you ever experienced like fear and anxiety, even though you had that, that, or have that strong connection? I have, I've had quite a few near death experiences in my life. So I know what it's like on the other side, I know the love that's felt there. Um, I struggled. I grew up in a house with a ton of spirits in it. My parents didn't really believe me. I mean, my mom told me she had experiences, but it scared her. So she was, it's your overactive imagination. And I knew, I was like, no, this is not my overactive imagination. Um, so when I was an adult, because my parents um, were about, you work a job, you get a job, you work it to the day you die. <laughs> Even if you're miserable, you just see it through, you're committed, right? And I couldn't do that. And every job I found, I'm like, I don't want to be here in this job. It's, it's not me. I don't feel right. And it was leading to this insecurity in myself. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I want to stick out a job, even though it's toxic? And so my last, you know, let's see, the third to last, corporate job, I had my last near-death experience. I was so stressed that I didn't know I had hypoglycemia, like severe hypoglycemia. I had no idea. Um, I wasn't never diagnosed with it officially. So I went into a hypoglycemic coma. My sugar was 26. I was in the light. And luckily that morning I was on the phone with a friend and she realized something was really wrong, that I'm this sharp, quick, witty person. And I wasn't responding. All I kept saying was that I'm tired. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm tired. And so she saved my life. She called 911 and rushed to the my apartment. And luckily they were able to get someone, the maintenance guy had a key and let them in and um, save my life. And that was the biggest gift because I realized nothing was worth my life, my health or my happiness. And I also knew that God had my back. I came back really knowing that, that God had my back and that the pain and suffering I was experiencing was because I was ignoring my authenticity. I wasn't listening and I was creating it. So Long story short, I started really anchoring into, nope, nothing's going to take my happiness, health, you know, health, life, or happiness. And that's what started my trajectory to really becoming 100% just doing what I do and helping people to find their authenticity and thrive and not be miserable, not on the wheel anymore of misery and pain and suffering. Wow. And you're able to help your clients um, along their journey as well? Yes. Yes. Beautiful. So 
You know what I find so interesting? So before I entered, uh, before I had my spiritual awakening seven years ago, I, you know, I'd never speak to a psychic and medium. It scared me. It was voodoo, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, every, everyone except for one, that was a teacher in my life, but everyone, it's unbelievable how you, um, how psychics and mediums literally are so connected to whatever people envision God to be. Mm -hmm. And it's such a beautiful place. And it comes from love and help and being able to relay messages from angels or from whoever. It's so profound. But um, do you ever experience um, some negativity towards you that because people just don't understand and realize your gifts? Of course, of course. So I experienced that even today, but I put out to the universe, I don't want to experience this anymore. I've already experienced it. And I just want people who really want to thrive. I want people who believe who won't want to try to test me because I get those people. And it's a lot of work when people put up the block, they don't realize that everything is energy. And so when you're energetically blocking someone, you're telling me you don't want me to read me, want me to read you, but at the same time, you want me to read you, you know, and get messages for you. However, you're testing me. And that's unfair. If you're just in a space of receiving the profoundness that can come through with that is amazing. So once people soften up, they really allow the messages from the other side and they're amazed. My clients say, I don't even know how to describe what you do because it's such a mixture of what my education is and then the other side and understanding how the energy works. And they're, they're amazed. They're, you would have never known that. How do you know that? It, well, this is my gift. I, this is my gift. This is my purpose. And so I, I, really, I don't really get the persecution as much as I used to. That was early in my journey when I started doing this for the public. I did get a lot of um, negativity coming towards me for what I do. Right. So do things just pop into your head? Do you connect with angels? How does that all work? Well, I would say I'm always on. I'm always in tune. And it's funny how spirit, I'll be driving and spirit will pop in a message or a person will pop in my mind. And then I hear from them within a few days or a spirit will pop into my dreams. And I mean, I'm always on it, but I have told them, do not interrupt my sleep unless it's an emergency. And what I mean, emergency is life or death. <laughs> so, right. We need our sleep. Yes, sure. we do. Yes, we do. Just so, having good boundaries with spirit. Yeah, I love that. And spirit, just so everyone knows, is another word for God and universe. Mm -hmm. um, so you once shared something with me that is profound. And I think I quote you daily. You said that 90% of mental illness are dark entities. Yes. Can you expand on that? So everyone, because people said, well, what are dark entities? I'm like, that's a great question. I'm going to ask that for Shannon because it's hard for me to explain it. So, okay. So what I call dark entities can be anything, and this is going to really expand people's, some people may not like what I have to say when it comes to, you know, what I describe them as being, um, or some people are like, oh yeah, I, I knew that. So it could be anywhere from a human soul that is stuck in the in-between, that is in this pain and suffering still, right, in the in-between, to what I would call demons or non-human 
interdimensional, out-of-dimensional beings, including otherworldly beings, like people, oh, aliens, some people gawk at that, but they do exist. And they can tap in when your bio field, everybody has an aura, everybody has an energy field around them. And everything about us is reflected in that bio field, everything, every lifetime, every belief system, every skill, every talent, every event, every experience. So what happens is when you have trauma, when you have limiting beliefs that are untrue, that you're living in these limiting beliefs, and you have traumatic events, it creates these little holes in your biofield. And eventually, these things try to work into your body, actually get to the level of your physical body through and tap into that. And because we have a Wi-Fi system in our our body, we have mirror neurons in our brain, we have sensory neurons in our heart, and we even have some of these sensory feeling in our stomach that we're picking up the thoughts and feelings of others. Well, that includes these non-human or human being, you know, entities, dark entities that are stuck or a very low vibrational trying to influence us with their thoughts and feelings picking up on our feel, fears and our traumas. So often, sometimes what we're thinking and feeling isn't even ours. It could be that dark entity in our field telling us you're not good enough. You're, you know, feeding on what our parents said to us or a, someone who traumatized us, a teacher, someone in the community, or even what was fed on TV, whatever it was. And until we recognize, ask, is this even mine? And what percentage of this is mine? Then we be, we're kind of a victim to that, mm. that chatter that isn't true. So they see that. They're in a different dimensional, so they see where the holes are, and they can read that in our biofield, and that's what happens. And what divine timing, because yesterday, you know, I always say there's two emotions, fear and faith, faith mm. and pure love. I was um, pretty much more in fear, and uh, my humanness took over, and then last night, I could not sleep my racing thoughts, you know, because we have moved to a new house and it was unbelievable. And then this morning I felt like my heart was going to beat out of my chest. Right. And it's one of those things that if I had a pill in the house, I might've taken it, you know, like mm-hmm. a sleeping pill or a Xanax, whatever. And I just, um, and thankfully I reached out to one of um, their amazing hugs healers and he was able to do a clearing on me. Um, and now it's just like, it was so kumbaya. It was so like, I was back to me. So I, I experienced that. Um, and of course, I'm going to work on daily helping to clear those. And I'd love to speak with you, um, not yet, but soon about sharing with our friends how to do those clearings. Um, and then I have a um, client whose son has Asperger's and ADHD, and he's so gifted. And he has these ideas that come to him. He's a mathematical genius. He probably sees numbers like Albert Einstein, you know, third, you know, third dimensional, fifth dimensional. Um, but I feel like when you're open to that, to the, this connection, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you're also open to these dark um, thoughts. And he told his psychiatrist that the, he's having um, negative uh, thoughts. And of course, they put him on the medication to close out those thoughts as opposed to um, 
you know, having them go to a healer and being able to teach him how to protect himself. And that, you know, we guided him there and it was able to change his life. So can you share um, with us, like what a parent would do if their child is hearing like negative self-talk or if the parent themselves are? One, as trained in Western psychology and trained in holistic medicine, energy medicine, and my psychic experience with spirits always guiding me, that there's a bridging of the two worlds. I'm always for, especially if someone has suicidal thoughts, that's very serious. One, start clearing the house, start asking a healer to clear. But two, definitely to go to a holistic counselor. I'm so about integrative medicine where there could be a whole, you know, counselors that do believe in this energy psychology, that there is a biofield, it's physics 101, everything is energy, right? And that they're open, but it's, I really want to stress this, that it's not all woo-woo, please, if they have to get on medication just for a little bit or get their um, amino acids balanced, get a blood work done. They're like that, the Amen Clinic in California, they're all about the brain being balanced. It's not always about medicine. It's about giving the right nutrition. And often a lot of people are very depleted in certain minerals and vitamins and amino acids, and it creates a vulnerability in the brain as well. So with that, I do want to address Western-wise that takes suicidal ideation or even those who are threatening to hurt other people very seriously that I mean look what happens in our culture that people aren't taking it seriously and we wake up and hear that someone killed their wife or their husband and their whole family or those type of things it's very serious however as a parent parents have from what spirit has told me parents have you know for children been 18 up to 18 and depending on their um, challenge they have dominion where they can say I'm the protector of this child and I can clear karmically as much as I can clear to protect my family and my child okay so I that could be playing um, sofagio frequencies like 528 is a sofagio frequency it's a very healing frequency that permeates and it raises the consciousness in the atmosphere around, right? The energy of the home and the person listening to it. Body work. The more someone embodies their body too, uh, often when trauma happens, their soul, a lot of people, they're not in their root chakra. What happens is they start living life from the heart up or even higher. And that creates this vulnerability or people, you know, entities, dark entities to influence more. So getting body work, healers like Psyche or um, emotional freedom technique, cranial sacral therapy, EMDR, that all helps someone deal with the trauma and start embodying their body stronger. Because what happens is when they really anchor in then and expand, the, it pushes these entities out as well, okay? Um, shields of protection, having children, you know, the parents teach the children, okay, let's put shields of protection around. What does your shield look like? Give them a visual experience. And what does it feel like? Does it have a sound? You know, so they have this 3D experience of feeling protected. You know, ask them 
a centering word that makes them feel safe. So it could be a phrase or it could just be the word, I'm safe, I'm safe, right? Over and over, whatever works for that child. But a parent can say a clearing prayer, do their prayers, whatever religion they were raised in for that. There's a lot of truth in religion. There's like Psalm 23. A lot of people use that for protection in, in the Bible. So it depends on what you're raised. But remember, intention and belief, energy follows that. So if you really believe it, it's Dr. Bruce Lipton, the biology belief, like the placebo or nocebo, you will create it. Okay, our, our consciousness and our minds are powerful energy creators. Wonderful. And this is a perfect time. We're going to take a really quick break and we'll be back to get some more um, amazing and juicy information from you. So stay tuned, everybody. In these shifting and changing times, more and more lives are being impacted by mental health. The Extraordinary Lives Foundation, also known as ELF, is transforming the way people view and navigate mental health challenges. Their mission is to improve children's mental health and wellness and support families by providing educational tools, resources, and awareness events. ELF encourages families to recognize symptoms, overcome the stigma, and reach out for help. Through prevention, early intervention, and holistic treatment, we believe many of the big problems facing today's youth can be transformed within a generation. Extraordinary Lives Foundation is excited to offer the Hugs for Life Healing Center, growing a worldwide network of approved holistic healers and bridging the gap between traditional and complementary healing options. Visit the Extraordinary Lives Foundation website at www.elfempowers.org to find out more about their resources and events. Together, we can change the conversation around mental health. We hope that you're enjoying today's Let's Talk Wellness podcast. And if you have a topic that you would like us to explore, we would love to hear from you. Simply email us at info at elfempowers.org. That's info at elfempowers.org. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Talk Wellness. I'm your host, Mara James, and today we have with us Shannon Horton, psychic, medium, and doctoral student in psychology. Thank you, Mira. Thanks so much. So there's so many good things that you um, talked about before that I want to revisit. The first one is, and help me if I'm saying not saying it correctly, is solfeggio, um, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O frequencies. Can you um, share with our listeners what that what they are or what those are? How I describe it best for my clients is that they are healing frequencies. They're in a frequency like Hertz, right? You know, um, those they're measured in Hertz that generate healing and life-giving force and balance in the brain and emotional states for a human being. Sound is very powerful. Uh, so Sofeju is just one frequency one set of frequencies, there's a range, I believe 396, 528. Um, I, I'm, I'm blanking on the others. I use 528 a lot, which is actually said to be the frequency of the earth. 
vibration uh, and it's very healing for the body, mind, and spirit. There are other things. That's why in other ancient cultures, like uh, Buddhist cultures, um, Hindu cultures, they do a lot of sounding, toning. They're, they don't have real meanings. They're seed sounds or mantras because that mantra creates a frequency in the body for healing. Okay. Beautiful. And um, does it have to be, it has to be played out loud. It can't be very low. The person needs to be able to um, auditorily hear it. Well, it can be played low. They say to listen to those type of frequencies with headphones on so that your body really gets the full mm -hmm. healing effect. However, you, I have Cefeggio frequencies playing in the background in one room of my house, and I can faintly hear it throughout my house, just faintly, like in my living area or my office, even when I walk out. And it's still, your body picks up on that. Our senses are so in tune. There's so much that we pick up in energy and the frequency that we're not even conscious aware of. Okay. Wow. Beautiful. Um, and then before you were saying about Psalm 23, for people, not all of us know what that is, <laughs> but um, you also shared with me another time that you have your own personal clearing prayer that you received directly from God or spirit, correct? Yes. Would you so, um, be willing to share that with us? Sure. I just, the story behind it, I was constantly being attacked for what I was doing by these dark entities attached to people. And spirit told me you need to protect yourself. You need to clear yourself daily. And so they gave me a prayer, a basic prayer. And it's expanded because as we expand in consciousness, we become aware and there are new, these things find new ways, right? So I had to be very specific in my prayer. Okay, I learned about that one. So I'm adding this to the prayer. It's meant to be added to. So your listeners, if they want the prayer, I, I give it for free. They can add to it as needed for them. So I was trained by a Native American shaman when I moved to Arizona for eight years on understanding energy, understanding spirits, calling on the energy of the heavens and the earth and all the directions. So it has a heavy beginning around Native American shamanism because I value it so much and it changed my life. Uh, so it goes, some of the lines go like this. I have it memorized. I say it multiple times a day, but it's like, I call on Father Sky, Mother Earth, Great Spirit, which is God, Spirit, whatever you want to call it, all the directions, all the beings of 100% pure love and light to please clear and remove any and all energies, entities, intentions, judgments, actions, words, beings, souls, spells, hexes, curses, interferences, delays. Um, deceased loved ones, satanic, demonic, alien, non-terrestrial, terrestrial, inner and outer dimensional beings that are in the absence of 100% pure love and light and any agreements, promises, and contracts between these beings that are in and around myself. And then I say my family members, right? My finances, my website, you know, our home, my home, car, pets, you know, belongings, all of that, because anything can have an attachment and put them in the most rightful and proper place at this time while surrounding each and every one of us in our homes, cars, pets, businesses, websites, finances, places of appointment and belongings and golden mirrored shields facing outwards with the square triangle circle semblance panel around above and below filled up with cobalt blue, violet, pink and gold light of protection, keeping us safely visible, invisible, 
and protect it from the aforementioned above energies. Thank you. I say that it's a long <laughs> prayer, but it works. It's That's very powerful. And yeah. it, works. It, it has the square triangle circle symbol. I mentioned that because in my Taoist sh um, shamanic training from my mentor, longtime mentor, he explained that that symbol is an ascension, ascension symbol for protection and it keeps energies from attaching to you. So when you intend golden mirrored shields around you to keep you safely visible and invisible with that symbol in them, it helps ascend those nasties that are trying to the most rightful property that are trying to. Wow. And you say that you say it several times a day. Is it enough to say it once a day? It's enough to say it once a day. I say it before every client just oh. so that there's no interference. I say it first thing in the morning and then before every client just to make sure that there's right. no interference or because it's easier for them to receive their, their messages when there's not a dark entity trying to cause them to cancel the, the appointment or cause them to be in a mood or you know, yeah. yeah. And what's so funny is you probably didn't know this, but while you're doing that, there was some um, interference on the microphone like two or three times. So they were before you got were finished with it, they were trying to get in, I guess, because <laughs> <laughs> I heard you perfectly, except for a couple of times there. Interesting. Um, so can you share with us um, about your studies to obtain your PhD in psychology? Sure. So my background is very interesting. I started in graphic design at first, because I'm very artistic, and then fashion design, then graphic design, and I said, I don't want to do anything that's ruining my passion for these two things. So I'm, I was always interested in psychology, but also energy, energy healing. So I got my associates in holistic healthcare. Then I got my bachelor's in complementary and alternative healthcare, which helped prepare me for psychology, because I went in looking at psychology from a very different perspective of healing. And it's very holistic. It's all very integrative. So I got my master's in counseling. And now I'm getting my PhD in psychology because I want to research these holistic methods and how are they really helping to heal people. And if you combine certain you know, holistic methods, how impactful are they? And then put the create programs around that and teach in corporations, organizations, and schools to empower people and help them heal. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Um, that is amazing. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you'd like to share before we move on with um, the interview? So a loaded question, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a walking encyclopedia for certain things. If you ask me about cars, I couldn't tell you about that. I could probably tell you what that part relates to in your life that are just or whatever spirit wants to our vehicles remember when our vehicles break down our vehicles are an extension of us okay so when we have a flat tire for example it's not just because you ignored looking at your tires for months it's what's been going on in your life for months that it's you're leaking energy air is energy who's sucking energy out of you so when that starts to happen, it's say, okay, where am I leaking energy and what can I do to fix it? Asking higher evolved questions. We live in a matrix. We live in this very fear limited based programming here. And that keeps us stuck 
in these cycles that are very painful. Spirit is asking us to be Socrates. He's one of my favorite philosophers. Socrates of love-based thinking and questioning, which means instead of being a victim, it's now being accountable that your energy, your thoughts, and your emotions are creating your reality and you're perceiving through those glasses and you keep creating it. So asking, I always ask, spirit, show me the truth before, instead of my perception, because I know my perception probably is not accurate right now <laughs> because I'm being emotionally triggered and I'm feeling heavy. So I'm like, mm, I think this is not a true perception, right? Often when we get upset too, we have a boundary that's being pushed and we're not holding the boundary as well. So we want to ask also, okay, if it's a boundary issue, what boundary am I weak on? Then mm -hmm. I'm not third in and holding people too. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I've always heard that, um, you know, issues in the tissues and the body doesn't lie. And anytime there's an ailment in the body, even if it's just like a splinter or a broken finger to Google the spiritual meaning of that. But I've never heard of like it extending to our cars. Yes. And our homes. Our homes. Water's too. emotion. When people have plumbing issues, when it's clogged. Okay. Where are you not dealing with your emotions? Where are you stopping and clogging? Okay. Well, and if it's clogging though, how do you know if there's, you know, two parent adults and three kids in the house, how do you know what, who that's um, actually representing? Well, usually the house is a collective. So I guarantee if there's, you know, three kids, two adults, that all of you are contributing to the clogging. So it's saying, okay, spirit, show me what this emotional clog is about and what I can do about it besides just the plumber, right? right? <laughs> but it's also like facing the elephant in the room with families. There's family systems and we love to walk around the elephant, but eventually the elephant gets so big, you can't walk around it anymore. It takes more energy to walk around it mm. versus to it. So mm. on the so other side of that is peace. Ah. Oh, when you said that I could just breathe and who doesn't want to live in just pure peace, blissfulness. Mm -hmm. So when you say ask her to show me that, let's just say people don't have this relationship with the universe. Mm -hmm. um, what, what do they do? They set up a session with you and say, help guide me on what is, um, what is um, this is representing that gets to get healed. Yes. I'm really good at dream analysis. I'm really good at um, you know, what is representing in people's lives why they're manifesting. I've, I studied under Chinese um, acupuncture theory. I don't do acupuncture, but I did acupressure massage. I was trained by a Taoist acupuncturist, like the true original form of acupuncture theory versus the westernized watered down version. I'm sorry, there yeah. is a westernized watered down version. And so I'm trained in Ayurveda. I'm in different forms of Ayurvedic knowledge. I've taken that in school. I train yogic, different yogic philosophy. I'm a big believer in breath work, all chanting. I've been chanting for a long time. So they can call me and we can get help develop that muscle of them trusting their intuition that spirit is talking to them. But they can also analytically, okay, water is emotion and a clog is a block. Mm. I blocked about and where am I like blocking my emotion what emotion am I blocking a lot of people block sadness 
and fear with anger mm-hmm. and security with anger. Underneath anger is all kinds of fun emotions because we're afraid to show those emotions because they're seen as weak. But vulnerability, Brene Brown, she's, she's studied shame and courage and vulnerability her whole career in order to be brave in life and courageous, you have to be vulnerable. And often a lot of people are stuffing their emotions because they're afraid to be vulnerable. Absolutely. And so many people I work with, it's, it tends to be more women than men. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that kind of ego is getting in the way of people being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Often, yes. Well, what is the messaging in our society with men that it's un- it, you're, you're not strong if you cry that's not true I'm always my boyfriend cries just get it out you don't want that stuff stuck in your body because it creates dis-ease which eventually creates disease so every disease has an energetic component to it that you can trace back to a trauma event to limiting beliefs unhealthy beliefs to mindsets that aren't conducive to the life they really want to live so get it out. I even say, get out your anger, close the door, yell into a pillow. It's okay. I've yeah. done it. I've screened the top of my lungs and I felt so much better after that. I was like, wow, that was really healing. Because you're saying that actually get releases energy from the body. Mm-hmm. It releases it from the body. So therapies, this is the thing. The last place that these things are released from are the physical body. If we heal it mentally, we heal it emotionally, we heal it spiritually. But the last place we ask where it's held is the body. And that's where a lot of these somatic, which is pain, say chronic back pain, chronic um, digestive issues, just chronic issues start developing because we're not recognizing where in the body it's held. There, however, there's an answer because there are plenty of therapies that have been developed to help address somatic issues. Dr. Peter Levine wrote a book called Waking the Tiger Within. Highly recommend it to read it to understand somatic therapy. He trains people in somatic therapy. Dr. Um, Vanderkirk Kolk, Vanderkolk, he wrote the book um, Trauma, uh, The Body Keeps Score on Trauma, The Body Keeps Score. Uh, so, and then there's EMDR is an energy form of energy, energy psychology. You know, that is a big thing in psychology. now people are trained in EMDR. I want to put it out there when people think woo, 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 energy psychology, EMDR is categorized under energy psychology. Mm. Okay. Somatic therapy is categorized under energy psychology, EFT, emotional freedom technique, thought field therapy, which EFT comes from thought field therapy and is a recognized, approved, government approved therapy by SAMHSA, mental health organization. Um, Psyche, all these, there's tons of energy psychology, but they get it out of the body, which is what my point is. It's very important to release it from the body. Wow. Beautiful. And, you know, we are so honored to have you as one of our hugs for life healers where the hugs, um, 
The goal is to bridge the gap between the medical professionals and the holistic healers and just, uh, you know, approving people like you that have so much to offer and are so gifted and that um, many, several, uh, what many, if not all Western trained physicians um, aren't privy to this information, but working with them is just so profound. So since you are a medium, is there anybody on the other side that wants to share a message with either me or with our listeners? Sorry to put you on the spot. On the spot. Okay, change. I'm just kidding. <laughs> change. All right. Left brain to right brain. The spirit wants people to remember that their love and their consciousness is their greatest power. Your vibration is what protects you. When you have faith in whatever force it is, it protects you. When you ask higher level consciousness and choose to be the light and the love versus down in the fear and the trenches and being part of that issue, it protects you. It's very real. Your, your prayers are heard. The best thing when we see, so spirit saints talk about a couple of different things. One, this is the theme for this year's family healing and connection. Okay. They are working to heal family connections and relationships. Mm. Will you be best friends with all your family members? Maybe not. However, pay attention to how spirit's working to create clarification and healing in events that happen in judgments of each other. Second, consciousness. So I want to teach something. Spirit's talking about consciousness versus the brain. The brain is the computer for consciousness. It's a way consciousness can operate in this human existence. Science says, oh, they have been searching to try to see how the brain creates consciousness. Well, I've always believed and known that consciousness creates brain activity. So they're now starting to gear towards that. Consciousness is instantly felt. However, the brain cannot tell the difference between a remembered experience, a watched experience, or a current experience, or even thoughts for yourself or another person. It cannot differentiate. It thinks it's all about you. Okay? So knowing that, that even if you're thinking nasty thoughts about another person, you, your brain is thinking it's about you and is releasing all those unhealthy hormones in your body. However, consciousness is instantly felt so that person is feeling those nasty thoughts so and you're keeping karmically you're keeping each other in a loop so pull yourself out and start seeing people as that that's their little trauma self working things out that behavior is not the person it's how they go about trying to get their needs met and react to stimuli right whether it's healthy or unhealthy so when you start seeing people happy, healthy, and fulfilled, the whole world happy, healthy, and fulfilled, what can we create? People start healing and they start becoming that because that's instantly re received. And you're the one person that's choosing to see them differently than what they're projecting to the world. Okay, so that's what spirit wants you to know. So you are empowered to change the world one person at a time through your consciousness and love. Wow, wow, wow. And the power of compassion and forgiveness is just so beautiful. Shannon, it's so great to speak with you today. And how can our um, listeners get in touch with you? Sure. Thank you, Mary. It's so wonderful to talk to you too. I've enjoyed this 
completely in mm-hmm. I just like so much love from you and how I just want to honor you for a minute that you have put your spiritual purpose and mission to help change people's lives and that's dear to your heart and I honor you and spirit honors you for putting yourself out there because it's taken a lot of vulnerability, isn't it? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of one of these things I was told to jump and I said, how high? And I just go and do it. And yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I have to move myself out of the way, but thank well, you. Spirit, <laughs> welcome spirit honors you. They want you to know that, that they're there for you and that they understand when you hesitate, it's okay. But they know they just go back to your center, go back to your heart. That's where your safety is and will always protect you. Okay. And guide you. So how people can reach me. I, my website is beyond spiritual all spelled out. My um, email is Shannon at beyond spiritual Also, I do have another business where I teach workshops to companies, organizations, and schools, happiness. I teach on happiness and fear. And now I have a caregiver class on tapping EFT for caregivers Mm. to help them go, you know, deal with the immense stress and pressure um, in society with their jobs. The last time I researched that only 17, 12 to 17% of all healthcare professionals are happy. They're burnt out. And that creates the third leading cause of death in America, at least, is medical malpractice. I don't want to scare anyone, but they're not listing that. But that is, they did a study and they realized, so burnout and unhappiness can contribute to that. So happinessmattersllc.com, where I, te- I provide workshops. Beautiful. And Shannon, thank you so much for being such an angel and doing all of um, this work that you're doing. And just so everybody knows, Shannon has two N's. So it's S-H-A-N-N-O-N and at beyondspiritualhealing.com. So Shannon, thank you so much for being here. And everybody, don't forget that you are amazing. That's right. (laughs) Thanks, Mara. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Wellness. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a division of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to listen to more conversations like this, we invite you to subscribe to our mailing list at www.elfempowers.org to be notified when our weekly episodes are published. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you our next conversation on Let's Talk Wellness.